Carrie's couch. Carrie's couch. So Carrie's couch today, I feel like I am I'm a very lucky one. Happened to bump into this gentleman recently at a gig and I think yeah. I might have hounded him and said, Please I need you, I need you. And maybe you didn't know, but he is Durban born and bred. And uh, I, I hear apparently that there might be a move to the to the O one one happening sometime soon. On Carrie's couch this morning. Yeah. It is sketchy bongo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, thanks, yeah. All right, so we know you as the man behind the ski mask. Mm. You are a very well known name and not just K in but South Africa and I'm very mm. sure other parts of the world mm. so let's just find out for someone who said mm, sketchy who now yeah. a little bit about yourself where were you born bred tell me about yourself so I'm from Durban uh, I actually grew up in Westville I <laughs> uh, went to Westville Boys High School seriously yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah like we, we all grew up together so like uh, except for Shekinah like Kyle Deitch A1 Wolf who are like my frequent collaborators yeah uh, they all lived like they all went to Westville Boys we all lived around the same area and um, yeah so I'm a music producer I produce songs like Let You Know featuring Shekinah produce Love Me In The Dark with Kay and Cruz uh, Cold Shoulder with Lock and Bull and there's a new one with Lock and Bull that's either dropped or <laughs> gonna, gonna drop soon yeah, yeah. and as a, as a little boy Tell me about your life. Mom and dad, were they yeah. together? Do you have siblings? Yeah, so my parents are still married. They, we have, I have a sister, a younger sister. She's also living in Chelburg. Really? So, yeah. So, but, uh, um, yeah, so I, I started playing piano, like, from the time I was, like, seven, eight or nine. I'm not sure. One of okay. the three. But and was this a, a choice that mini sketch you made, or was this kind of put, put onto you by your parents? Uh, my dad bought a piano. I'm not sure why. He bought a piano, but it was there in the lounge, and then I was fiddling with it. So then he took my sister and I for lessons. My sister hated it, and yeah. she quit after like a week, and I enjoyed it. So, so are you pretty competent as a piano yeah, player? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm classically trained. I read music, so I've, I'm like grade 5 Trinity, oh, wow. and I'm grade 7 uh, in theory, and if anyone knows what that is, but well, well, pi- anyone who knows <laughs> piano knows yeah. that that's that's pretty legit. Yeah. And uh, if I had to find six-year-old you mm. and ask him, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Mm. What would he have said? Six-year-old, six-year-old, what? How, what's grade? Grade, grade, grade one, right? Oh, grade one, yeah. No idea. <laughs> and then when you got to high school? Uh, high school, I was, I was already starting to produce music. Okay, so you so, knew that was your yeah, vibe. Yeah, so I was playing, I was playing classical piano like um, till like I don't know ages. So I'm gonna say like grade seven. Yeah. And then when I started, when I was at the end of grade, I, I actually, you know, they have those like dances in school, yeah, like yeah. all this stuff. Discos. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, like I was like an awkward guy. So I, I, I started DJing. So, so I was, I was DJing at like primary school no, things when on. I was in the school. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. You know what? You've just actually outed yeah. yourself in a big way. Why? Because that's the one way that you don't have to be that guy that has to ask someone to dance. Yes. Like <laughs> Playing the music. So that so was the plan, yeah. Was was Sketchy Bongo in grade eight, grade nine, was he quite an awkward guy at school? Did he have lots of friends? Uh in grade after that, yeah, yeah, I had lots of friends because I was I was friends with the guys that were in like grade eleven and matric when I was in grade eight. Because I was I don't know we had this thing in Westville Boys, I don't know if it still exists, but it was called like music club or hip hop club or something. Yeah. And then like a1 Wolf, um, he used to come through to that, and then I was I was DJing for this thing. I was like a grade eight, like they call what do they call him? I forgot what they 
call him in yeah. special purpose. Anyway, whatever. The, then I just, um, yeah, I was DJing. I was making beats. So he would come to my house. So I was like allowed to go into matric quad, like no, because he was a prefect. No, and, like I was just walking to matric quad. Yeah, nobody. I never had problems with anybody. Kyle was also in the same year as as A1, but I didn't really know Kyle that well. He was more into sports and stuff. That um, yeah. No, he claims. He claims. No, no, no. He, he played. <laughs> no, South, he played for South Africa. He played uh, beach football <laughs> for South Africa, though. We like, hadn't played yeah. the, at our Toy Story campaign. We yeah. had like a fun soccer match, and yeah. he takes it pretty seriously. Yeah. Um. Also, wait, I just want to ask you the the name Skitchy Bongo. How mm-hmm. did that come about, and when? Uh. So I have a marketing background. So I was producing under no name before. So I pro- like. During high school, I produced for like a lot of acts. So I produced for acts like Squatter Camp, um, a lot of the earlier hip hop acts like Proverb, uh, Pro Kid, uh, all those guys. And I was just producing it myself, and I was getting paid uh, in high school like decently. Sure. So that was cool. But then, um, <laughs> that was cool. yeah. So I, I started doing my own stuff. Um, as Sketchy Bong, I pretty much came up with the name by just putting random words together and putting it into a Google search engine. To so, see if anyone had used it. Yeah, and I put like random words together. That's that's where my marketing background comes from because oh. you need something that's going to stand out and those were two random words that were weird enough to stand out. And f- from someone who was born and grew up in humid-filled KZN, mm. why the ski mask? <laughs> So the schema actually came from a music video that we were shooting. Uh, it was for an artist called Sheen Skies. And he had a ski mask as one of the props for the music video. And I wore it and then I said, I'm keeping it. And that's that was before Sketchy Bongo was a thing. I just produced the song, so I was just there for the video. And then I kept the, the mask and then Sketchy Bongo was but yeah. Do you find that now that, I mean, you, you are famous now. Kind of, yeah. Well, I mean, you, yeah, yeah, everyone knows Sketchy Bongo. The mm. thing is that not everyone... Everyone knows what Sketchy Bongo, Bongo looks, looks like. So yeah. whenever you be like, oh, I saw Sketchy Bongo, um, yeah. majority of my friends think that you're a black dude. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> yeah, not uncommon yet. So do, do you think that maybe having the, the ski mask has actually it helps helped you keep your your sense of sanity yeah. in life because you can if you want to walk okay. through somewhere like unnoticed yeah you know what the thing is it depends where I am uh, Johannesburg it's fine because they, they have like soapy stars walking through the mall mm. so they don't care about me uh, and they, the Johannesburg people tend not to bother people especially in the main city in Durban Gateway I do about two or three photos in Gateway Pavilion's actually worse uh, yeah but I don't mind doing it I was in Wild coast on the weekend yeah. uh, with the family follow and I, I took like at least 10 to 12 pictures really like, yeah people still recognize me without the mask and do you have kids no okay yeah and and your partner my my wife how long like does she does she get annoyed that she has to share you with the no, public no she's she, she knew what it was yeah. <laughs> she she's also like she also has her own little following uh, she's like she people want to take pictures with her now oh that's yeah. cool <laughs> it's weird so I also yeah. I just want to ask you because we have got you on this kind of performance pedestal. It's Sketchy mm. Bongo. I mean, the mm. last time I saw you, I know it was a pretty random gig, but you still just show up every time. Mm. Do you ever have moments of self-doubt? Like, do you have moments where you have to kind of talk yourself through and remind yourself, like, I'm good enough and I deserve mm. this? Like most humans, or have you got to a point now where you're just like, ah, oh, I'm killing it and I'm the best? And I- When it comes to, to doing shows, like, you know how it's like when you have, like, a dead room. Like, it's, yeah. it's difficult. Uh, I've gotten used, like, when I was starting, that was, that was the most difficult thing, doing corporate shows where people are sitting down and eating dinner. Like, that's really difficult, but I've learned... 
the mask helps a lot to that. Of course. Like I put on the mask, I wear the sunglasses, I got the hat, I'm in my own place. And if I'm doing like, I, I sometimes wear darker sunglasses, I don't see anyone. <laughs> I just yeah. do my thing. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm good with getting crowds activated. Yeah. But um, th- I think that the, the only self-doubt really comes in sometimes when you're going into studio, like to make a new song, like from scratch. Like sometimes you don't know if this thing's going to be amazing or it's not, or you don't know how it's going to sound. When I was young, no, yeah, younger, like a few years ago, like it was much easier. I don't know why, because I was based in studio much more. Is there someone like specific whose opinion matters most to you? So if this person says, no, that's a good one, you trust it or... Um, uh, my wife and probably A1 Wolf. So I'll tell you a story. One of our first major hits was Back to the Beach with mm. Shekinah and Kyle Dage. So when the three of us made that song, we actually thought it was a throwaway track. We thought it was like an average song. We thought, and then A1 came into the studio like after we'd finished and we played him the, the demo and he was like, what? This is so dope. This is going to be the biggest song. Like, trust me, it's going to be amazing. This this is this is, this is is a song. It's about Durban. It's, it's amazing. We, this is going to be a huge hit. We're like, uh, I don't know. And then we ended up licensing the song and we lost a ton of money of doing that. <laughs> really? <laughs> because we thought it was a throwaway track. Yeah. But yeah, now I, I, I listen to whatever he says. <laughs> he, he says something's good or not. Yeah. And and in your own personal life, mm. uh, when you're just chilling at home, is it is it sketchy bongo chilling like every other normal human being yeah. or are you always somehow in producer mode? No. I used to be. I used to be way more in producer mode. Like I used to be. I used to be in the studio every day, twice a day. Like it used to be like a job, like check in, check. Now, like I, I DJ more than I produce now. So I, I, I go into studio to do a specific song. So if I'm doing a song with uh, whoever, I'll, I'll call them up. We set a time, and normally it's not in Durban for some reason. Yeah. Like every all the artists leave Durban. Yeah. Have you noticed? Unfortunately, yeah, they say like um, Durban makes like brilliant artists. For mm. export, mm. <laughs> true. Like uh, the only guys that I, that I know that 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 did like major things are still here, like Kyle and A1. The and thing is, I think a Durban audience is also very hard to get bums on seats. Very hard to sell tickets. It it means also that that our fees are slightly higher than Joburg artists because we including flights and accommodation into oh, our okay. into our riders. But I do a lot of shows all over the country. I mean, like I do probably the most shows in Cape Town. And that's a much more expensive flight than going to Joburg or going to Durban. I, suck, I can't believe that that's something you even have to worry about. You know, when I yeah. think Sketchy Bongo, I'm like, you're up here, in, yeah. in, not just in my mind, but yeah. in, in everyone's mind. Yeah. And I mean, I also wanted to ask you this, maybe a bit more personal. We got, when you look at the overseas artists, so many of them start dealing with some sort of issues with whether it's narcotics or drinking Mm. or or even depression because you're in the public eye and you have this pressure on yourself to do this great work Mm. how have you managed to get this far i mean i don't know what's lying below the surface no we've we've seen like a lot of people that come and go in the industry yeah (laughs) like like guys that like had huge hits that fell off because of drugs and like doing like the worst stuff but like with me we, we kind of stick together. Me, Kyle, A1, uh, Sheen, Sky, we like we stick together. We have our own things. We know when to leave. We yeah. know when to get there. We know how to tell somebody when they're doing too much of something okay. <laughs> to calm down. Uh, we have a good, solid, like we have our, our crew 
and we've been working together and chilling together for since we were kids. You look after each other. Yeah, like we always we 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 fight about whatever, but like we we always got each other's back. Whether it comes to like social stuff or whether it comes to especially like things like de- depression and things like that, because like that's that's a very common problem in the entertainment industry, not just the music industry. Like you must see it with like actors and everything. Like you need to have somebody that you can actually talk to. Have you ever felt that you've suffered from depression? Uh, yeah, I, I think I felt depressed. I don't think I've, I haven't been medically treated yeah. <laughs> or anything like that. But yeah, like you go through like periods where especially like I think the worst time for me was um like my first heavy December I think I did in like the end of 2015 which meant every day I was on a flight to news I don't know where I was like I don't know where in the like, and you're expected to give 200 yeah, percent it was as, and that's rage time so like you know you know you know Durban's like during rage like this area I'm Schlanger is crazy but this is also doing rage in PE uh, Jeffreys Bay St. Francis Bay Cape Town Johannesburg and like it's a lot of energy expenditure yeah like doing three shows a day is it's ridiculous like it's was it ridiculous. ever a point then when you were like done man i yeah. don't want to do this anymore <laughs> uh yeah like i i i remember i woke up and i didn't know where i was i was like in a city that i didn't know where i was and i had to look at my phone to see where what date it was and i was like okay i'm in this place okay what do i need to do today and sure yeah that's that's the worst because like i'll tell you a story right um I met with Justin Bieber, so I opened for Justin Bieber in 2017, and I asked him a similar question because he like he does world tours, like not South African tours. Yeah. Like, he literally. I asked, do you ever wake up and like not know where you are? He's like, yeah, that's what tour life is. He's like, I'm about to quit. Like, I, I can't do this anymore. And literally, I thought he was joking, but like literally, uh, the month after South Africa, he cancelled every other date after that tour on that tour, which is like the whole of Europe. Sure. So like we were the last people on that believed to it because of what he was going through so it's you know and i think it's it's a good thing for us to remember that you guys are artists and we we love you and we mm. appreciate you you're also human mm. and you're you're people who need to feed your body the right yeah. nutrients you need to take time for yourself you need to spend time with family you need to feel home and grounded yeah. but you know i feel like i tell this a lot of the like, there's a lot of a lot of talented kids in durban that i that i work with a lot just to to help the youth get like free studio time and things like that and I always tell them like you must be ready for this life like yeah. <laughs> you get, I'll tell you something like Nasty C yeah. Nasty C we were working with Nasty C from the time he was like 15 years old and this kid like we knew he was gonna blow up like we knew but he was the most mature 15 year old like when I was working with when he was 15 I was at least like 21 or 23 or something like that but um, like he, I told you, like you're the most mature guy ever. Like he's he he he's got his head on his shoulders. Like, and that's why he is where he is, and why he's doing what he's doing because he doesn't give in to like any the pressure. Pressures. Like nothing is like it's weird. No, but it takes a very wise soul, someone with a lot of strength of character, to be able to do what you guys do. It's it's a lot. Like I tell you right now, there's like like trap music. Like that's all about like the party life and stuff like that. There's kids that are gonna blow. Like in America, it's already happening. Like guys 
guys are blowing up overnight and they don't know how to deal with having like huge amounts of money in their bank account and being able to blow it from having nothing to just it's like especially for a kid like you do stupid things we we had guys like uh, I don't want to mention names but yeah. like people that were in South Africa that, that blew up the same time but much younger than us that fell off really quickly they, they were going to hotel rooms they got banned from a hotel room chain because they're throwing TVs out of windows and stop we like stupid things they're having like house parties they'll, they'll book out the whole floor of a hotel and then they'll just have a party and uh, acting like they're Jay-Z yeah no Jay-Z doesn't act like that though oh I, but I guess acting like they're that caliber yeah. well it depends which Jay-Z we're talking about yeah I mean like the, the guys that oh no <laughs> that's a good <laughs> but yeah it's, it's, it's got to do with like maturity and it's not about age or anything it's just about understanding you're doing this for, for the right reasons you're doing it to make music if you're doing it to make music and you're about the music then that's cool even if you're doing it to be famous like that's cool but do it for that get your money by being famous or get your money by doing music but don't don't get sucked in uh, get, get sucked into life because it, the, there's people that will inflate your ego for like no reason and try to get things from you and there's people that you'll bring into your circle that are, that are not the right people that will seem like the right people there's a lot of snakes and, you know and I, I know I've, I've had you probably for longer than I should have already but my, my other question is do you have oh, we could. do you have a, a way like how do you know when someone genuinely digs you and someone wants to be like put sketchy out the window it's like Mr. Pillay man what, like, this is you no, and me we want to be friends how do you read you know that? the song by, by Drake is called No New Friends so that's what I love by Really? Yeah, it's like it's friends, but like until I know you like really well, like we have our circle, like we stick in our circle, and there's people that are associates, and there's people that we work with that we'll be on good terms with. That's that's how it has to be. Like I don't even think in the entertainment industry. I think just in life, like you know the people you can trust. So I guess you know, like, it's amazing because I think like if Sketchy Bongo had a birthday, it would be this massive event. But actually, it'd probably be your closest ten people. Yeah. Your wife, A1, yeah, Kyle. Yeah, like, like my my my. Wife wedding was, was super small for, for an Indian wedding in Durban it was, <laughs> it was really small it was like 100, 120 people oh my like, gosh and a that, sprinkle yeah that's like my mostly family so yeah like the people I invited were like artists that I work with and like nobody had like there were people that had plus ones and like even the guy the one guy brought a plus one and that that uh, lady she caused problems <laughs> <laughs> like, like I should have just said no she was live streaming <laughs> yeah <it> was just, <laughs> selling your photos to you magazine no 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 well yeah. sketch I just want to say first of all good luck in Johannesburg no you don't need the luck I'm going to take that back no but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just literally going to be living there but I'm I'm going to be Dur- here as much I'm in Durban all the time you know I'm playing all the clubs that are here and and I'm gonna stuff, I'm gonna yeah. make a promise from us here in KZN mm. we will support Sweet. we will support local we will buy our tickets we will not ask you for comps <laughs> we will buy our tickets we will come all I, all I want from Durban is just to come out to a show like even if it's raining yeah. leave your house like the rain is not gonna hurt you like Durban has a thing about rain like as soon as it gets like even a slight drizzle <laughs> you're inside no it's too much <laughs> <laughs> look from from a female's perspective you must know oh but the the harder oh yeah 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 it's yeah, like yeah. it's frizzles up crazy yeah. yeah but maybe we should all just start wearing some balaclavas yeah, <laughs> may, it might help it might help Sketchy thank you so much for sitting with awesome. me today I appreciate awesome. More than you know. Thank you so much. We will be following you, not like in a weird stalker way, but in a (laughs) a loving fan way. Awesome. Thanks so much, Kerry. I appreciate it.